Hello and welcome to another episode of Watch It Again. I'm Kat. I'm Nick. I'm not here. No. <laughs> and I'm Jacob. <laughs> and this week we um, watched The Shining. So do you want to give us a little recap, Nick? Oh, I was like, do not throw me <laughs> under no, the bus here. <laughs> Direct eye contact. I was like, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. Okay. Um, I don't... I don't know if it says the era, but uh, a family uh, I is shacked up. The, the year it came out, yeah. 1980. Yeah. I assume well, it's yeah, the 80s. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll get into that. But uh, yes, a family is shacked up in a hotel that is snowed in for six months. And during that time, we see the father go nuts. Yeah. Yeah. Very basic That's a overview. very simple way of putting it. Um <laughs> And yeah, maybe it's, oh yeah, it's built on a ancient Indian burial ground. And there's some supernatural and stuff happening yeah. with the little boy, Danny. That was terrible, but um, Jacob, I'll yes, let you get to your notes. <laughs> I, well, I don't really have, I mean, I've got notes on, sorry, I'll stop scratching. Um, I've got notes on like different things, but not really like story elements as much. Okay. Okay. For this one. Well, so who does it star? Jack Nicholson. Yes. Oh, I do have a cast list roughly. Shelley Duvall. Yep. Um, so you got who played Jack Torrance and Wendy Torrance. Yep. So You've famously, Stephen King didn't like um, Jack Nicholson's casting. He, because Jack Torrance, the character, went from being a completely sane man to becoming so insane throughout the movie or the book that it was based on he wanted someone who played less kind of psychotic roles before that and didn't have that coming in so he so Stephen King didn't want Jack Nichols cast because he kind of seemed insane in the movie before he got to the Overlook Hotel but Stanley Kubrick was like nope we're going with him I can see that well obviously we we've known what it's about so I guess that does make sense from the perspective of when it come like when it first came out, you wouldn't want to know yeah, that he's nuts, but like like you can just tell mm. from like a modern day perspective, I yeah. suppose. I think like yesterday was the first time I've ever watched this. Oh mm. really? Which for me I was it's just one thing I I've always wanted to watch, but I knew what the story was and just kind from of pop culture. I've seen other mm. things, I've seen like, you know, different videos on it and all this stuff. So I knew Essentially, what the story was, I hadn't actually sat down and watched the movie. Yeah. So, like, I pretty much knew a lot of the, like things that happened. I'd seen various scenes from it, but I hadn't seen the movie as a whole. I didn't realize I'd heard that um, soundbite before. You know, the soundbite that comes up when it's um, says like Monday, Tuesday, a month later. Yeah. yeah. What's that like? I've seen that parodied or something mm. recently. There's a, there's a lot of things in this that have been like yeah. you know taken. The whole Simpsons episode. Yeah. Of it. <laughs> Um, there's the whole sequence in Ready Player One. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, like one of my notes in this is the sound design of this movie. Yeah. And I think it uses... It's so creepy. Yeah. The use of the dramatic tones with the music and the different like noises that kind of happen with things, it really builds this environment that we're, like the, the characters are in. Like it's this isolation and even... From the first moment of the establishing shots of that cardio, it's a this sinister, dark, kind of creepy music. Mm. And it's establishing they are so far isolated. 
from everything else. I love though that the like sinister kind of theme or tune, like it's played even when there is nothing happening. Yeah. But when something is happening, something incredibly scary it might just be completely silent. Yeah. I even found it tense when um Danny's riding his bike throughout the yeah. hotel. It's going over carpet and floorboards, carpet, floorboards. That was the yeah. moment I wrote down the note of just sound design. <clears throat> yeah. Because that was so good in the like someone's obviously like there's a genuine like that's the noise. Like it's not like a it's just carpet wood like floorboards, carpet, floorboards, carpet, floorboards. And like with that I also wrote down the camera work in this film mm. because the cinematography in this is amazing. There's like pans and dolly shots, like there's everything that's used to establish this vast hotel to show its scale. But so many times like when Denny's riding around on the tricycle, the camera's just following him. Yeah. And you know, he'll go around a corner and it's this extra long hallway and then you'll go around the next like it's kind of it's just never ending. Yeah, it's just like he's riding forever. Yeah. And it shows us this huge scale of this place that he just has this free range. Which for a kid, like putting all the th- everything that happens in this movie aside, this is it was a standard like he was there, care- dad's caretaker, and everything was all happy and fine. That'd be a pretty fun environment. Yeah. For a kid to kind of for a few months to play around in. For a few months though. I don't know. I can't. Yeah. I feel like I go nuts if I was a kid. But like you can see, like that big adult. games room he's in in a scene. It's like there's a dartboard and all these other things. Like yeah. for a kid in the eighties. Yeah, fair. Like right. I, I mean, suppose now like kids are so uh, addicted uh, to, to like also, technology. But like yeah. a kid of the eighties, the imagination range and like just being able to explore and yeah. you can create all these different like in that. But also, yeah, I just realised I weren't snowed in the whole time either. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like the first start, they're still like out. They can go through the maze. Like his yeah. mum and him go through the maze and like. Yeah. It'd be really like, and then when you get snowed in, he's got this whole hotel, yeah, to play in. Which, mm. also, that place is huge. Like, I didn't real like. I've seen like photos of it, like for like the like different videos from the movies. But like yeah. actually watching the movie, and you get a scale of actually how big this place is. And then I like when I looked at it on like the actual hotel that they use, like it's enormous. So they didn't actually shoot in the hotel. No. You know that, right? Yeah. Yeah. They built different rooms and all that, but they what I can't remember the name of the actual hotel they did the exteriors for. It's sitting just here on this screen somewhere. Uh, the Timberline Lodge. Yeah. Um, they had one request when the movie was filmed. So, the in the book, the spooky events are set in room two seventeen, and the hotel didn't want them to use room 217 because it's an actual room in yeah, the hotel. True. Yeah. But the hotel does not have a room 237. Right. So it's used as room 237 because then it's not an actual room that someone can stay in at the hotel. Okay. So room 217 actually came from when um, Stephen King and his wife stayed at, um, I think it was the Stanley Hotel or something. Something in Oregon or I'm not sure, somewhere in America. And they stayed in room 217, and that's when King came up with the idea for the for the novel. So but that's the, where that comes from. The, the, reading this, the best bit about the fact that they, they, the lodge wanted it to be room 237, so no one could, like, it wasn't a room in the hotel. Yeah. Room 217 mm. is the most requested room to stay at in the hotel. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is really funny. Uh. Uh, um, yeah, there's, there's a couple of elements in this. That you know, straight out like there's the twins and the 
that we repeatedly see the twins, we repeatedly see the blood coming out of the elevator. There's a couple like different things that are repeated throughout the film, and it's this whole aspect of like the shining, which I don't think I still fully understand. So what it is? The shining is. I think oh, the what's his name? The chef said it. Where like Dick Halloran? Yeah, Dick Halloran said that some people shine brighter than others. Mm. And I think that's in like psychic and telekinetic abilities essentially. So Danny has the shining so he can um, kind of touch people and um, kind of read their thoughts and have premonitions and things like that, which I think is explored a lot better in the book, which I haven't read actually. There's the answer to our question. Um, if Kat, I was saying this, if you remember last week, like, is she going to read the book yeah. in time or not? <laughs> she didn't. No, I'm going to though. It's on my list of things to read. Um, but then, yeah, it's explored more in Doctor Sleep as well. Yeah. Um, but the but Dick Halloran also has The Shining, which is how he and Danny can communicate telepathically. So essentially, it's the ability to communicate telepathically and kind of get premonitions of the future. So I just Googled it. Yeah. Did I explain it? Yeah, pretty well. This is, says it's a fusion of um, telepathy and clairvoyance. Being able to shine means being able to communicate with others using the mind and gives people the ability to see things that have happened in the past or will happen in the future. Denny's powerful shining ability is what makes it is what makes apparent all the ghosts and visions within the hotel. Denny visually manifests things that have happened in the past and is able to communicate with Dick via the shine. So in the book too, the because Denny's there, he kind of like brings to life the hotel yeah. and like the supernatural in it. And so the hotel is actually possessing Jack Torrance. Yeah. That's that's why he's going insane. And that's because yeah. there's a lot of scenes in this where he he speaks to the former groundsman. Yeah. Or caretaker that he who killed his family and like with an axe, so it's kind of like a, rep- a repetitive yeah, thing. Yeah, history repeating itself. And there's a lot of really like good scenes where he's kind of like the hotel showing him different aspects of the hotel. Yeah. And he's kind of like he's. That aircon just got really loud again. Is this really? just like a repeating thing yeah. every yeah. week? So the aircon just kicks in because we're in here <laughs> yeah. and it's yeah, like oh. you got your bingo cards, everyone. <laughs> aircon kicks on. <laughs> I swear. <laughs> Yeah. We check our phones. We got <laughs> called out for that last week. Did we? Yeah, someone mentioned it as we were walking out last week. We we're talking to people. Who listen. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Who checks their phone the most? Probably me. I don't know. I'm the most popular. I don't know. So. Wow. Thanks for rubbing up. Okay. Well, <laughs> well, they meant research, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> we're constantly like, I'll just Google this. I feel like they probably think when I Google something, I'm on my phone, but I'm on the computer. Yeah, no. Yeah, so I'm not using my phone, so ha, whoever that was. Probably Billy. Yeah, (laughs) I got you, Billy. Um, Um, You go, Kat. uh, What was I going to say? I don't know. What were we talking about? The the Shining. The Shining. And the Overlook Hotel possessing. No, you were talking about the Yeah, the 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 scenes where he's talking to like the previous things, and there's really good parallels. It's like... The hotel like uses the person it used to be for mm. to do this to convince him hmm. to do it. 
sort of like it's like yeah, I thought that was really good. like the story was. I think it's a really wa- interesting way of building and showing and but like also the, what is at the bar. Yeah. Do we want to talk about like the very last sure. shot though? Yeah. Like it might be too early, but we see a like after he freezes to death, we see a photo from 1921, and Jack's in it. So yeah, front and center. And of it's the photo. kind of. I know it's it's like a very ambiguous ending. Well, I think there's a thing that I was reading about it, and because it's mentioned early on in the film, well, he says it. You know, as the, soon as I got there, it felt like I'd been there. Yes, before and the the old, weird deja vu. Yeah, and the old caretaker says you've always been the caretaker. Yeah. Yeah. So it's yeah. Maybe it's just like a loop <clears throat> effect. And they and they're kind of like. The staff, like the management, are very kind of relaxed about yeah. telling him things. Mm. But I think the thing I read, like the Overlook Hotel has the power to recall the reincarnations of its like caretakers or staff or whatever. Okay. So there's a whole thing that like maybe that was the first and he's now the, like 60 years later, Yeah. he's the second... He's a reincarnation of that person that's, that was there. That's what I thought it was too. Yeah. And I was like, but like, I thought, oh, well, he doesn't look the same though. Like, what, like why is this guy he's talking to look so different? That could have been, like, could be like multiple, but, it could be like a repeating, you know, because one dies and then it goes to the next and then oh, like, it's yeah, a recycle yeah. like yeah. every, yeah, so, I, I, every I, so often that version comes back and it's another one. Like, yeah, because yeah. I, I thought the last guy was more recent than yeah. 1921. Yeah. Well, well I, think, I think it was like the... 40s or 50s yeah. was the mm. previous one so it could be like you know a yeah and it kind of there's always things pointing back to something happened in 1921 yeah because we get when everything kind of starts to go down um wendy goes into a room there's all the skeletons sitting there and like yeah. it's always yeah. like weird things are alluded to that mm. and like the woman in the in room 237 or yeah. 217 in the book she's all this old decomposing lady yeah, yeah. and it's like because the hotel, like, the whole thing is it's bringing back and showing things that have happened in the past. Mm. So what happened in 1921 mm. at this party? Yeah. Like, what was the big that's kind of been covered up? Mm. So there's obviously, it alludes to a lot more has happened in the past. And I think it's connected, like, Denny has The Shining, but I think Jack is sensitive or there's something there mm. with the whole yeah with the whole reincarnation if that's what it is like there's a whole bigger thing happening that's kind of just alluded to but not really mm. touch one and obviously not seeing doctor sleep or reading either of the books i can't i want to now though yeah i like, really want to do want to go watch it yeah i watched find the trailer it. for it like like for it yeah last night and it looks way more interesting now you know, yeah, with like the context and like then now i've actually seen the full thing yeah i think like it expands upon yeah, well I think it'll, it's, it really will expand upon. On. Yeah, yeah, a lot of the things so. touched on in this because it is also like the Doctor Sleep movie is a direct sequel to this. Yeah. See, I hope so, but like by the looks of it, it seems like it's more about like vampires and like different. Well, stuff. that's that's what's in the book yeah. though, right? Yeah. yeah so true. like it is a direct adaptation. Sorry, a yeah, direct sequel to this because they use footage from this. Yeah. In it. Yeah. And. Obviously, in the book, it opens up the greater world of what The Shining is and all these different aspects and stuff. Mm. So I'm really interested now to actually go and watch that. Yeah. If it's even available. Is it out? Yeah, it came out last year. No, but like, 
yeah, DVD digital-wise? It's probably just on oh, iTunes. Um, just jumping back to Danny and The Shining. So, you know his imaginary friend, Tony? Yes. So, in the book, he is... Ac- so, Danny's middle name is Anthony. So, in the book, um, Tony is actually Danny from the future, communicating via The Shining with Danny. Which is why he knows right. everything. Which is why he yeah. knows all this stuff. But I think in the movie, it was a bit more sinister yeah. in nature yeah. rather than like... Really helpful. sinister in nature. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> the other thing is um, Jenny Lloyd, who plays Jenny Torrance, this is his only ever time acting in a movie. But he also didn't know who they were making a horror film. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, like, because he was such a little kid to protect him from things. Yeah. They just told him it was a drama. And obviously he's not really, like, he's responsible for some creepy stuff, but. but He doesn't, like, kill someone. Yeah, the music. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. He's he's not in frame when Jack Nicholson's swinging an axe. Yeah, exactly. Like, he's not. Yeah. He's got, there's a scene where he's holding a knife and the whole red rum thing, which I'll come back to. But nothing, there's nothing sinister that happens when he's mm. yeah. present. Even the scene where That's surprising Shelley for mm. Stanley Kubrick. Yeah. Um, even the scene where Shelley Duvall picks him up and runs, that's just a dummy. Yeah. That's not actually him. Yeah. Cause he, was, he was five years old at the time. And in this, he didn't actually watch it till he was 16. Yeah, true. And he said he wasn't scared by it at all mm. because... He was there when it was made it and he'd seen context. the whole, yeah. yeah. And he kind of yeah. like, obviously there was things he'd never seen, but mm. like, yeah. he's like, he was like knowing Jack, like Nicholson and um, Shelley Duvall, he was like, yeah, true. You know? Cause I was watching and I was like, man, I wonder if this kid's like super fucked now. Yeah. Like, after, like, <laughs> no, he's the, just a teacher. Yeah. No, yeah. He's fully a teacher yeah. now. <laughs> um, Dr. Uh, Sleep oh. comes out digitally on the 5th of February. Yes. Oh, sweet. So. In a few weeks, it. we'll uh, come back and yeah, say that. Um, so, yeah, I guess I just mentioned the red rum thing. Yeah. I guess we'll come back to that. That is, that was creepy. Because mm. he's just in there red and he's... Red rum, red yeah. rum. <laughs> and it's just like, oh, and it's just like... Also, it really bugs me the way it's written because half it's written backwards for the mirror, but two letters aren't. So, like, the R... To the, yeah. the R-E are the right way for saying the word red. But then, like, the D-R-U-M, mm. a reverse, so they're, like, the right way around for the mirror image when she sees murder written mm. in, like... And I'm like, why? <laughs> so the whole thing written backwards. Why, Stanley Why? Why? <laughs> oh, this is weird. Yeah, um... What else have we got? I've got a couple of random facts. Shelley Duvall was basically harassed tortured and just yeah just i sort of yeah. don't like her in this eh? oh really it's not yeah. amazing there's just there's just like one of the emotional scenes where she's running away i was just like just get hit with an axe <laughs> yeah like I it was like it was like this painful over i feel like she's almost too hysterical yeah mm. Yeah, sorry, I was just. um, Yeah, so this is like Kubrick (laughs) and Shelley Duvall didn't get along. We just touched on that. But Um, like, what what did he do? Like, because I've heard stories, but he just like like 
she was really stressed by the role because mm. like she obviously moved away and like it took like a year to film and mm. all that sort of thing and he just kind of like told the crew not to give her any sympathy and not to like give her any kind of like s- emotional support mm. essentially and just to kind of like keep her on edge and keep her on her toes and so that her performance would be better <laughs> yeah so um there's debate on how long it took to actually film the movie. They say it was probably around a year, but it also took five years of full production, like of the production itself mm. was a five-year process. Really? Which is insanity. Like... Yeah, fuck, what happened Imagine like that? working on something for that That's what I mean, like... Additional just four years. Em- I don't know, it doesn't say. Ugh... Well, I mean, just filming it, like, Kubrick was a perfectionist. So if it wasn't right, they'd just do it again and again and again. And I think the scene where she's swinging the bat at him while walking up the stairs, it there was, like, rumours that it was, like, hundreds of takes. But mm. I think it was only, like, 30 or 40. But still, that's a lot just for, I don't know, swinging a bat at someone. Mm. Um. So, there's a, the film ending that we would have watched is different to what the original film ending was. Oh, really? It's the original. So, it was changed after a weekend of mm. being in the theatre. The Why? ending what? was changed, so a bit was cut out. What was it? So, the original film version's lost, like none of the footage exists anymore. Oh, my gosh. But pages from the screenplay, obviously, like the script still Mm. exists so we've got to come back to the script so um the scene takes place after jack dies in the snow ullman who's the um kind of boss of the hotel that hires jack to do be the caretaker um visits wendy in the hospital he tells her about the things you saw at the hotel a lieutenant told me they'd really gone over the place with a fine tooth comb and they didn't find the slightest evidence of anything out of the ordinary. He encourages Wendy and Denny to stay with him for a while. The film ends with text over black. The Overlook Hotel would survive this tragedy as it has so many others. It is, it is still open from, e- from each year from May 20th to September 20th. It is still closed for the winter. So it kind of like he kind of goes to her in the hospital. He's like, oh, nothing, there's nothing wrong up there. Like, it was all fine. Nothing was found. So obviously, like he's aware. Yeah. It kind of shows like he's aware of the hotel's like power and kind of just like, Mm. yeah. But it also makes you think: was it all the hotel just showing him doing these things, and he wasn't actually smashing through the door? Or yeah. Yeah, They changed it. Um, so famously, no um, like actual script for the final like cut of the mm. movie exists because Kubrick would literally rewrite yeah. pages of the script like the morning they were shooting, and I think Jack Nicholson said like he didn't even bother rereading it all because he'd just take the next Jack page. Jack Nicholson that he had to do wrote part of it. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. He was like he just you know, and like he improvised the line like here's Johnny. Like, it yeah. was a full, just him improvising 
that moment. And that's an iconic. Yeah. Like that has been replicated so, so many, many times. times in so many different things. And it's just, you know, one of the things too, I don't know, that's evolved out of this movie. Also, what does it mean? Because his name's Jack. Like. So it was based on a television host's yeah. like entry right. kind of thing. Okay. He used to say, like, here's Johnny. And then so Jack Nicholson obviously took that and kind of twisted it into this right. creepy, scary thing that it is now. Yeah, because like, I was going to say, so like, what a weird thing to just make up. Like, what does that mean? <laughs> it's just kind of evolved, I guess, yeah, from true. that. Yeah. The most famous fan site of The Shining is run by the director of Toy Story 3. Is it the Overlook Hotel? Mm. Yeah. That's what? So the yeah. Overlook Hotel, which is like, like the website, I don't know, mm. I'm going to open it, um, is run by Lee Unruh, yeah. who is the director of Toy Story 3. Yeah, true. Well, this is, a, oh my God, this is a, wow. Oh God, I can just. The, the, the sides of it, like, there's, like, this is, cre- I'll, I'll link it in the description below if people want to check it out, but this is really troopy on the eyes. <laughs> like that, I got, yeah, uh, I can you see the, the, um, yeah, the, carpet the carpet is, the like, the sidebars of the website, and it's, like, trippy as you like, scroll. Oh. And, like, three quarters of the screen. Yeah, <laughs> it's, like, the sidebars are wider than the text, like, the boxes in the middle. I don't like it. <laughs> Direct Toy Story 3, but you can't make a website, son. Um, there's also a Hidden Playgirl magazine in the film. Yeah. Which is quite funny. Um, what else we got? Also, like, um, there's 500 pages of all work, no play, makes Jack a dull boy. And they're all different. So someone had to type them. I think it was... And there's a rumour that it's Stanley Kubrick himself did it. No, it was his um, his assistant or secretary or someone over, like, four days, I'm pretty sure. I've read multiple accounts of that. Yeah. So, um, and then I'm like, oh, the typewriter used had a function that you could just, like, copy the same page. Yeah. But, like, it couldn't have been that because every page shown has a different, different layout, yeah. has mistakes. Like, it's all... Like, yeah, so that's just ridiculous. Pretty crazy. Um, there is so many, like, so this is like getting into conspiracy theories and stuff. There's so many people out there who are like, oh my god, this movie shows that Kubrick um, helped fake the moon landing. I was about to get to that. that. Okay, well, do you want to start us off? Um, I just lost it again. <laughs> there we go. Um, so there's a lot of conspiracy theories that have come out to this. So yeah, there's um, Kubrick helped fake the moon landing and The Shining is his confession. Okay. Yep. Um, <laughs> that the film is actually about the genocide of Native Americans. I don't know how. And I mean, there's, I mean, it's on an, a barrel ground and they kind of just sweep it aside. But I mean, it has, like, all, all I can think of is them, like, don't do it. Like, but that's... that's yeah. Is it really? It's not really. That's not what it's about. Yeah. It's kind of. Like it's mentioned that I they killed Native Americans when trying to build it because it was on a Native American burial ground. But mm. apart from that, yeah. I feel like, like everything in yeah. King's work is on Native American yeah. burial ground. Like. Because it adds that mystical. Yeah. Yeah. 
And another theory claims that the story is about the Holocaust and concentration camps. Well, I feel like that's more believable than the other two. Yeah, it's just a bit. People going insane. But yeah, people were like, oh yeah, we saw, we can see like the 11 and the wallpaper or the tapestry looks like a rocket or something. Yeah. And yeah. People are just crazy. Guys, the moon landing happened. All right, we went just to the moon, get over it. Get and the earth it. is flat, it's obvious. <laughs> Have you have you seen that? Anyone should go and watch that Netflix docu- the Netflix documentary about flat earthers. No. no. So there's a documentary on Netflix that was made by a pro- like a production company, and they followed these flat earthers. So they kind of like this flat Earth guy thinks like, yeah, they're making a flat Earth documentary. This is the best. Like it's so serious. Yeah. <laughs> but it's kind of put together in a way that it's mocking him. It's kind of like um, the Book of Mormon. Yeah, like, it's great. It's, it, like, yeah. Like, they, it's just people stating what they believe yeah. and it's just left on but the audience sp- to be like, at the end of it, oh, that's stupid. All these other people spend $20,000 on an experiment to prove the earth is flat and they prove the earth is round and it is the greatest ending <laughs> to anything I've ever seen because they're all just like, just what? But, but, huh? And it's just like, oh, it's beautiful. Spend like 50 bucks to fly to the Gold Coast. Oh. You're, when you're in the sky, you will see that. It's just, it's, 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 oh, honestly, it's, it's just. I just don't have time for people like that it, anymore. I can't remember what it's called, but just Google Netflix Flat Earth Documentary and watch it. It's like an hour and a half, whatever, but it's the greatest thing you'll, it's just hilarious. It's, it's perfect. Um... <laughs> Are we just going to go on a tangent yeah, about conspiracy theories? Uh, no, one day. <laughs> um, so, the um, what's his name? Jenny Lloyd, who plays... There's a, there's a couple, like, Jack Nicholson plays Jack Torrance. Jenny yeah. Lloyd plays Jenny Torrance. It's I a, think that's only... Yeah. Thing. But um, Denny's face, like, shining face, is genuinely creepy. Mm. When he's just got that blank... Especially there's one bit where he's like communicating with Dick and he's like dribbling and he's like shaking and I was like oh that's really unsettling like it was just this really creepy I think what sets this movie apart from a lot of other movies in the horror genre is that it is so creepy like you look at something like god I don't watch a lot of horror but I don't know okay well name a recent horror movie Midsummer. Is that creepy? Yeah, is that in a really different way. Yeah. Also, there's no jump just, scares in this. Yeah. It's just it's sound. Just the sound is what. But I watched the thing the other day, and it was about jump scares in, mo- in horror movies. Mm. And, like, all the best horror movies, like, the don't, critically kind of don't, don't have use them. jump scares. It's just, it's got you on the edge of your seat yeah. for the whole movie. A good horror movie doesn't need a random jump scare. Yeah. yeah. Whereas a lot of, like, the generic... You get, you know, 10, 15 of them a year Yeah, that are just all the same stories, slightly varied, mm-hmm. and it's the same teenagers that are in all of them, that um, it's kind of like, oh, we'll do this, we'll do this, and then boom, it's a jump scare. Look, oh, we got you, you're scared. Mm-hmm. And then it's like 20 minutes goes past, and it's like, oh, jump scare. like, And a lot of them are fake out jump scares now. Mm. Yeah. Like, it'd be like yeah. someone, a friend comes up and like grabs them on the shoulders, yeah. and you're like, oh, because you know. And it's just to test, like, it's an engagement mm. sort of thing. Mm. Whereas a good movie, like, a good horror or thriller movie like this builds 
fear and builds tension through its music and through the events happening on screen. And I think... Rather than... Sorry. Just I was going to say, me. rather than just going, ha, yeah. we got ya. I think, too, it's really held up over time because it's it's kind of relatable. Like, anybody mm. could just go insane and murder their family, essentially. It's also held up over time because it's not... <laughs> Why is that funny, Nick? I, I just found that funny. Sorry. I think it's also held up because it's not... There's no heavy CGI. There's no, no. supernaturally... Like, weird CGI supernatural elements. Like, every, the shining, there's not, like... No one moves something across the room with their mind and it looks real fake. It's all just... Good acting on screen with good music. Yeah. Like, it's not, it's just, it's a good story and it's still, like, I watched a Blu-ray vote. Like, it still doesn't look, like, obviously. It is what it is, but yeah. there's nothing that's dated. Exactly. Really. And yeah. the, like, the themes and the whole story. Yeah, it's not like there's holds. ghosts coming through the wall yeah. or anything. Which I'm worried they might do in Doctor Sleep. I mean, I probably, but in the reviews, story. So. Yeah. If it's. In the book, yeah. Then you, you know you can't get angry at the filmmakers. No, no, no. But if that is adapting, because Stephen, one thing about Stephen King, he has written so much, hmm. and like he's probably like one of the most adapted novelists into TV yeah. or film oh, like of all time. Over just like the last five years, even how many books? Um, but like, oh, he's done like two hundred something, three hundred. I don't know. Like it, it's no, at least ninety seven. That is what Google says. Oh. At least ninety seven. Adapted or no? That's how many he's written. So oh, okay. How is that possible? So the he's, book. He's getting on there. The book was published in nineteen seventy seven. At least eighty three movies. Right. Or TV series. Oh really? Oh well, yeah. Pretty much most of them, yeah. Yeah, true. So the, this book, like The Shining, like the novel by Stephen King, was published in 1977. The mm. movie came out in 1980 and took five years for production. So they would have started production in 1975, two years before the book was even published. That is the standard that people, like the faith that people had in Stephen King's stories. Yeah, how odd. That even in the, like, the late 70s, early 80s, they were publishing... They were making movies of his work yeah. or started production on something that wasn't even a published book yet. God, and he like smashes stuff he, out too. So Yeah. Like, and he hates this film. Oh, so much. But, you know, so he made a – Stephen King made a um, – three-episode miniseries, television yep, miniseries his in 97. But he couldn't do it without – getting the rights from Kubrick. So Kubrick made him a deal and said, as long as you stop slandering my movie and stop saying you don't like it, yep. I will give you the rights. So that's how Stephen King got the rights. So he can't publicly say anymore that he dislikes the movie. But he also, Stephen King also wrote a screenplay for this back then. Oh, did he? And mm -hmm. gave it to Stanley Kubrick, who did not read it. Didn't even think it was worth his time to read Stephen King's screenplay. Is it that much different though? Like I think the book from the There's a couple of things that have changed and So there's like elements that are not included. I think there's like one major thing with fans is that like the 
there's a fire hose reel that like comes to life and becomes a snake and like terrorizes Danny. See, that'd be dumb in this. But yeah, yeah exactly. Like yeah. you but couldn't also, like, do that well yeah. in the movie, no. yeah. which I really appreciate that they omitted. Yeah. And the other thing is, oh, in like what eighty? There's a yeah. no in this we get um, Danny runs off into the maze and mm. um, Jack well, follows him and gets frozen. But in the book. It's There's a, a final maze. confrontation with them inside the hotel and Jack manages to hold off the over, um, looks hotel. hotel's influence on him long enough for Danny to escape. So he kind of resists long enough to let Danny get out. And then because he hasn't been maintaining the boiler or any of the systems in the mm. hotel, the hotel explodes with him in it. That's how I the like, book ends. I like some of that. Yeah, like so you kind of, of like... Well, like, because in the book, they don't have a maze. They have, like, um, hedge animals that come to life. Yeah. Yeah, I don't <laughs> And so, yeah, again, yeah. not feasible to do well yeah. in the movies. But, yeah, like, I, I like that element of him, like, being able to resist it for a bit. Yeah. But I think it was... I think it shows his humanity. But yeah. I think it's also kind of... T- in the bit I read about it was kind of touched on that it's Danny's influence through The Shining, reaching out to his father mm. that helps Jack realise what's happening for long enough to kind of hold it back and have like an, an internal struggle yeah. so Danny can get away and then the whole thing just blows up. And I like that ending. Yeah. Hotel explodes. <laughs> yeah. Sounds expensive though. Yeah, True. and so <laughs> I think Kub- Kubrick Just also a bit of snow on him. I'll yeah. do. Well, Kubrick also wanted to um, kind of have it so the hotel survived, and the yeah. villain mm. was out there. Like the hotel was still there to keep terrorizing people. Like yeah, like it was kind of like oh, you know, this can happen again, yeah. sort of thing. Like yeah. it's going to reopen and people are going to go back there and mm. yeah, it's a really interesting little. I feel like I'm satisfied with both endings. Yeah. I'm not disappointed that they went either way. Yeah, really. like if, they, if they made it today, like, yeah, like, I don't know. See, like, elements of it I really like and they could kind of do either, but. Yeah. Yeah. I'm definitely going to go read the book, though. This has made yeah, me want to read it. Yeah, I'm kind of tempted, hey. It's very interesting, sort of. I will watch Doctor Sleep for like the second yeah. that comes out. Yeah. Now, like, well, as as, as soon as we second get it, second is I'm able to rant it. Yeah. As, well, as soon as we get, we'll get, we'll get into work, I will just take it episode. home. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Do Doctor Sleep. Little follow up. Yeah. Little. That'd be cool. Yeah. Little yeah. half hour episode. Yeah. Just yeah. touch on that. Um. Because so I'm picturing scenes I want to see in it, but I feel like I wouldn't. Yeah. Like I'd want to see like, you know, like you know how like um. Wendy sees all these elements that did happen back in the yeah. day. Like, I'd kind of want to see, like, see, like, Danny sees, like, I don't know, like, an, a silhouette of his dad because you can't put Jack Nicholson in it, but, like, something really like that. Yeah. Yeah, but he's very old now and expensive, so that probably oh, wouldn't. Just put a CGI version of him in. It's fine. Mm. I don't think it is, but sure. Don't worry about it. Yeah, I don't if know. If Industrial Light and Magic does it, it's the same as Iron Man in but bloody... Al- but also we'd know. We, we'd yeah. know. If something like that yeah. was in it, we'd yeah. know by now. But yeah. To see if they spend the money on to make it look good. Or yeah. Not I mean, they didn't in Ready Player One. Like, they just that show was... an axe coming through the door. Yeah, true. 
but also like but also most like most of that movie's budget was on paying yeah i was gonna say like that was there's a lot more that was an expensive yeah that was a disappointment that movie (coughs) the book is so much better so i didn't expect much so i was like yeah i always want to read the book the book is really really good but if you don't get like 80s pop culture yeah. then you're just gonna be like who the fuck is this person yeah they're talking about i think also like they condensed it so much into one and it was yeah it was just too much yeah I think. Mm. but the book is really good read the book yeah it's really i can probably lend it to you actually but yeah we've been meaning to lend each other books for i like know months, but we don't <laughs> it's terrible but like i've heard the book is just oh i was walking down the street batman was there or I, is it just a lot i um, i that you get more of the whole, like, I feel like the whole, Wait, oh, you've got to find this key and this key and this key yeah. is kind of glazed over a bit. Okay. And I feel like the, what's his name in the, the main character's name? I don't know. I don't um, <laughs> We're going back like a more, year. You get a lot more of his, like, personal struggle, yeah. I guess. Yeah, because isn't he, like, super fat at the yeah. start? But because, like, they're in he the Ready Player One machine fit. moving around, he gets fitter. Yeah. So, like, they didn't do that. It was just no. some random, like, skinny dude. Yeah. I think the book is much better than the film. Probably should have been a series by the sound of it. It would be really cool as yeah. a series. But what can you do? We don't have the budget to we, no. create our own. Or the talent. Or the talent. <laughs> You're pretty talented. Thanks. <laughs> you guys are insane. I just let you guys go off that little <laughs> tangent. I was like, I'm just going to let that's him go. How, that's how I feel when yeah. you guys sit there and talk yeah, about... Yeah, I was just like... I don't know, yeah. Arrow or whatever it is. <laughs> yeah, I was like, you know what? You guys can just, you know, do your thing. And what is happening here? What are you doing? I'm just reading a screen rant, 25 crazy facts about the thing. Oh, okay. I'm up to Read number nine. I'm, I've gone from 25 to nine and we've touched on all of them so far. So Beautiful. Yeah, true. I'm like, um, yeah. Are these the famous, I bet you didn't know this. And yeah. And it's something really it. obvious. Like, Yeah. It was shot in chronological order. Sick, mate. Um, or something like, Jack Nicholson played the Joker. The like, snow was made from formaldehyde and salt. Oh, I thought it was styrofoam and salt. Formaldehyde, no, they would be dead. Formaldehyde-based foam. Oh, there you go. Styrofoam. Also, this move, this um, movie required nine hundred tons of salt to make. Crazy. Yeah, true. That's insane. Because yeah, they didn't use any real snow for it, so. Um, a lot of the film shot on a very early version of a Steadicam was developed mm. in 1974 and That's they kind of cool. use a lot of that and you can see it like in the shot like all the tracking yeah. shots and stuff like yeah. it is um the famous here's johnny scene took three days to film <coughs> and 60 doors oh what that's, yeah. a, that's a lot of axing <laughs> ah is that just Kubrick being like, no, I don't like that hole yeah. in the door? Yeah. But it said it was exhausting for Duval since she had to act hysterical for the entire scene for three days. Oh, God. No wonder she was, like, mentally stressed Scarred, and yeah. ill after it. Like, <laughs> They initially used a fake door. <laughs> um, but Nick, for Nixon to break down, but since he had previous experience as a volunteer fire marshal, he just kept going straight through them. <laughs> <laughs> So they had to build stronger so they had to build like a stronger real door for him to <laughs> break through. Uh, 
Wow. Far out. Kubrick told the MPAA, I don't know who that is, um, oh, the censors, that the red liquid was rusty water. Oh, yeah, so they could show the trailer on TV for yep. all ages. Oh, true. When the blood comes pouring out of the elevator, that's That's funny. real. That's, I don't know, I just, I really like that scene where it all comes rushing out. It's just very, mm. I don't know. I don't know. I like it. Mm. Even though it's blood, so but. That's, I'm at the end of that list. Was that, that, was that the really um, biggest use of blood before it? Probably. Yeah. I can't. So remember that was a massive thing from It Chapter 2. They're like, oh my God, this is now the most insane use of it. But yeah, I was like watching that and I'm like, oh no, it looks like a lot too. <laughs> it's a lot of blood. Yeah. <laughs> it was Danny Lloyd's idea, the five-year-old kid's idea to wiggle his finger yeah, when he, he talks just, to Tony. Oh, really? He just yeah. did it. And Kubrick was like, I like that. <laughs> All <so>. right. <laughs> Wow. Um, Boy genius. <laughs> the elevator shot was done in three takes, but it took a year to get it right. What? So the elevator shot, they did it three, they only mm. did it three times. It took them a year to do it. Yeah, wow. Fucking hell. This movie just sounds like a lot of work. Yeah. Especially back then. Like, yeah. I, I wouldn't have the patience to do it now. Well, now you just, I don't know, CGI it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Liquid always looks a bit weird when you use it. I reckon if you did it now, you'd have to do it as is. Yeah, for sure. No, you can do... Liquid's one of the easiest things to create computer graphically. It's just... you just There's like this plugins for it and it just makes a flow, like perfectly physically simulated water. Fair enough. It's probably easier than like... I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah, than like replicating a face. But yeah. Like, well, yeah like, like, I don't know. Water, smoke and fire are like kind of like the easiest things now to especially with a lot of money like if this was made now like oh yeah it'd be like it'd be one thing that you're like yeah this we can make this look good Mm. like it is pretty good though oh yeah like every room i think was modeled after an actual hotel room from like all over america but just it all blends so well even though it is such a massive place and it is so different, it all just blends so well stylistically. What are you I'm just joking about something entertaining. <laughs> so the actual like Timberline Lodge Hotel in Colorado plays The Shining on loop on one of the channels it provides to guests. Oh, my God. So there's just a Shining channel available to all guests in the hotel, and it's just <laughs> in a continuous cycle forever. No, that's mad. <laughs> that's it. amazing. Oh, yeah, nah. <laughs> but I, I rate they, that. Like, a, like, 40 years ago, they're like, no, no, don't shoot it in a real room. But, like, now they're like, mm, well. Probably shut up. Oh, well. Yeah, it's interesting. Oh, <laughs> <sighs> That's the blood thing again. No new facts. No, it's just kind of Billy losing his shit right now. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> sorry, Billy. Um, uh, yeah, I can't, everything I'm reading now is just repetitive, repetitive, the same. Yeah. Shit. Um, I think I'm out of notes. Oh, the photos. So there's we we touched on the photo of Jack at the end in 1921, mm-hmm. but. 
all over the hotel. There's identical black frames, same size, like there's same size identical black picture frames, filled with photos from the past, mm. and they are everywhere. And I know I like I read a fact about that before watching it. So I was kind of looking. I noticed because I knew they were there. I noticed them, mm. and they are everywhere. And a lot of the photos are from like the early 1900s. So if you like, you'd like look at like what's in them. It's a lot of it from 19. So this is whole constant drawback to 1921. Cool. And it's like what? I'm gonna have to rewatch it and yeah. look for them. And I'm like, what? There's like the photos from the party, like that yeah. party, and it's like, what happened here? That'd be cool. Let's let's petition Stephen King to write a prequel. Just. Stephen King he tweet do at it in us. Like a weekend, like yeah, he'd do it in a day. Yeah, <laughs> he'd just write like it'd be like a you know. He's probably already got it in the works. Yeah, it'd, it'd be like five chapters. This is a little the mini novel thing of like this yeah. is what happened in 1921. Yeah, I'd read it. Well, yeah. Um, so we're gonna should we do a rating? Sure. Have we got anyone else anything to add? I haven't. Not really. Um. I'm done. No. Yeah, I'd yeah. watch it again. 100% would watch it again. Yeah, definitely watch it again. But also, yeah, really want to watch Doctor Sleep now. Yeah, 100%. Which is a really interesting title. Hmm. I even want to like, well, read the book now. Do you want to know like the premise for Doctor Sleep? Yes. So he, so Jenny's grown up. Yes. And he's working um, uh, with like older people who are dying. And he's kind of using The Shining to help ease their pain and suffering before they die. And then there's these, there's this group of, um, I guess vampires that can absorb the shining from people, and that's how they feed. And so I think they just that's like wild. have to kill them and mm. all that, and they come after Danny and dun dun dun. But Insanity. Yeah. What sort of mind comes up with Stephen King? With a very stuff like that? very coke fueled one, from what I hear. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, is there basis to this, or is no. Nick just throwing <laughs> accusations at Stephen King? No, is I. Look, I don't want to say much else, but wasn't he quite notoriously on cocaine for most of the things he wrote? I don't know. I don't know either. You're the telling the story, mate. I don't know. Never heard anything like yeah, that. Yeah, what are you talking about? That was Nick that yeah. said that, not us. Yeah. It's <laughs> for legal reasons. Personal <laughs> views in no way associated with know, the uh, Watch It Again rant. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, um, so I guess we'll move on to like what we've been what we're watching and, and what we're excited we've... for. Yeah. So... Um, I was wondering if you were going to fuck it up again. No, I <laughs> pretty much did. Um, yesterday, I watched... So, I've always, like, I've been a Doctor Who fan since I was a little kid and watched <sighs> the original series. I don't know, did either of you guys watch it? Yeah. Uh, I wa- I've seen up to, like, I think the second series with... Um, who's the old guy? Peter Capaldi. Yes. Okay. With him in it. So it started again on New Year's Day, <coughs> and yesterday was the fifth episode of the season, so we're ha- at the halfway point, and I'm real angry. Oh. Like, so this, like, since the new showrunner's taken over at the start of the last season, it hasn't been great. It's felt very, I don't know, like, Doctor Who has started as a, like pseudo educational program for kids and it's always been a kids show but there's been coherent strong storylines and 
it's always built upon things that have come before. In the last two seasons, it kind of just does, like the new show, Black Runner, doesn't care for anything that's really come before and is kind of ignoring things. and out the Christmas specials, didn't they? Yeah, they just changed it to New Year's. You can't do that. Mm. (laughs) But like, he's got, there's a lot of moments that have been ignored. Like a couple of weeks ago, there was this, and this is going to sound real nitpicky, but the doctors always had this thing that's called a respiratory, like bypass system. So it can go for a really long time without having to breathe. So there's been multiple episodes in like the original series plus in the new ones where Mm. there's been scenarios where there's been no oxygen, but the doctor's been able to survive for a while for not being able to breathe. Two weeks ago, there was an episode where the doctor, they were running out of air and the doctor was struggling and it was like, what you doing? But, massive spoilers for this week's episode of Doctor Who. They introduced a new version of the Doctor this week mm-hmm. who is a black woman. I know, scandalous. <laughs> but that, that's that's not the issue. The issue is that they re- they introduced a new version of the Doctor that's come before, well, that's supposedly come before all previous versions. Oh. Right? Also, oh, Like, even, like... Even yeah, so even like yeah, so William that's... Hartnell's first Doctor, yeah. mm. who no, we've seen be encouraged to steal the TARDIS, go to Earth in 1963 and have the chameleon circuit break and get stuck as a, a, a police, police box. box. Right, We've seen all of that happen. Multiple Doctors have mentioned memories of being a kid, growing up on Gallifrey, reaching the point they were as old man William Hartnell. Yeah. Still in his heart, running away. And then we've seen, we've physically, set, like on screen, seen every regeneration yeah. from William Hartnell to Jodie Whittaker. Yeah, we've seen, they're all there recorded from like, you know, and they've gone and added this version of the Doctor in. Mm. And it's like, oh, well, and everything's like, well, if you don't remember being, but like Jodie Whittaker's Doctor doesn't remember being her. And she doesn't obviously can't remember being Jodie Whittaker because that's in her future. Yeah. But we've also had a whole storyline where, because they're getting 12 regenerations, so when it got to the regeneration point, the Doctor had to be granted a new set of regenerations from the Time Lords to regenerate into Peter Capaldi. Mm. So it's kind of like, well, if you introduce one, you have to introduce 11 more beforehand. But then also, how's there 12 versions of this character before he remembers growing up as a child on Gallifrey? That seems so simple, too. Like... It seems not. like it seems like you know, unless it's a fake out. It's but gotta be because the whole thing was can't. like she scans and it's like we are the same person, like biologically, the exact same person from the doctor's own scans. Uh. But the other annoying thing is the this new version of the doctor's TARDIS is a police box. On the outside, right? So it's like, oh well, if you became before William <gasps> Hartnell, how's it a police box? Because his doctor was the one that his TARDIS it's chameleon token be, worked it, before landing there. No. So it's like, what the shit are you doing? It, it sounds too it convenient to be a fake out though. Yeah, it, it's but it also sounds like something that Christian Bull would do. I feel like they're just like, oh, we've got to get more people interested, but it hasn't like yeah. I guess paid respects to the main yeah, things it, out no. there. But also there was That's another so, great moment in this episode because there's a return of a character that hasn't been in it since, like, 2009. So we get a couple of scenes with Captain Jack Harkness. Oh! But he never gets to see the Doctor. Oh. 
So he interacts with all three companions. So there's kind of like two stories happening because there's this whole thing happening Maybe with the I'm Doctor and the Jadoon and this other version of the Doctor. We don't know is another version until later on because she's used the chameleon thing to turn herself human, uh, yeah. to hide. So we get this whole thing where the, the Doctor and the other version of the Doctor are off with the Jadoon and Captain and like the companions are slowly just disappearing one at a time. But the Doctor doesn't really notice because she's too distracted. So Captain Jack's trying to like teleport the Doctor to this ship and keeps getting the wrong person. Because the the Dune field that's like around, so he kind of like. There's a great interaction with one of the companions, and he thinks because it's this old guy that's one of the companions. He thinks that's the Doctor, so he runs up and kisses him, and the guy's <laughs> just like, "What the hell is happening right now?" And he's like, "Doctor," and he's like, "That's not me." Then he tries again, and gets the other two companions, and they're like, "Not not us." He's like, "God damn it!" And yeah, it's this whole. So then, Captain Jack is a great character. He's, he was great in this he's episode. So it's, good. It was that was like the only good bit in an episode that was filled with, like... Just shit. Just shit. <laughs> but I think it also looks like... like, And he's like, you got to tell the doctor this message and, you know, when she needs me, I'll be there. Mm. So I think it feels like... He might be returning. He, We might see him later I in the really season. I just need to watch it. Yeah. And when, like, straight up, I was like, okay, this would be cool, like, if he interacts with the doctor and then joins the TARDIS team for a little bit. Like, I would love... <sighs> yes. The two of them... Maybe I'll just watch I would love episodes. the two of them to go traveling, minus the others. Yeah, just the Doctor and Jack for like I'd love a season. Be... Is Jack played by someone famous? John Barrowman. Oh, he's, he's not doing much else I mean, at the no, moment. Yeah, Arrow's done. Like yeah, true. Yeah, like it would. He and he's, he's always really said oh, he's British, character. isn't he? Yeah, there you go. He's always said that he'd do it. At the, he'd do anything in Doctor Who for the drop of the hat, mm. and he got asked to do it, and he did it like he just That's mad. snuck in and did like the couple of scenes in this room and then that was it and he was like oh this is the best and he's like you know if they ever ask me to come back every time I will say yes yeah. like no I like that dude he's yeah. such a good yeah. character yeah. he's like one of my favourite yeah, characters yeah I've been meaning to watch Doctor Who for years but so I'll keep watching it but yeah. like stuff like this like this episode like in this well, season well yeah it doesn't sound worth just, it now yeah. and like there's always been established histories of like the future of Earth, where it ends up, and like all these yeah. different things, and then like in the third episode they see, and they just threw that out the window as well. Like they're just changing all these different like established things, no. and it's like, what is this leading to that you're bending the entire reality? Do you think they just don't this? care? I think there's a couple of things, like I said, with that breathing thing, where like the new writing team just doesn't. I don't know if it's they're not aware. Or they don't they care. But like, also, it's Doctor Who. Like, yeah. it's not like some shitty, like... Yeah, it's got thing. one of the like, most passionate, like, would trigger-happy, like, fan base as well. Like, you saw with me, like... Yeah. And I'm, like, very moderate and calm yeah. compared to other fans' no. reactions that I've seen. That, like, this is a fan base that if you do something slightly against the norm, mm -hmm. they will flip shit. Yeah. Yeah, that... I know, it seems to... I, I, and, like, it's t it turns more people... They're trying to, like, pander to a new audience and, like, yeah. the episode where they change the future of Earth, they're like, oh, look, it's all destroyed because we couldn't act on climate change and everyone fought each other and there was a nuclear war and we all died. And it's like, no. stop pandering towards being, like, social justice... I don't want to say social justice warriors, <laughs> but, like, 
you can do that. You can make it climate change. You can make it a war. That's just don't make it Earth. No. Just make it a different planet, it's, and it's fine. Yeah, it still gets like plenty of people watching yeah. it, yeah. right? So, but it's like it's stop yeah. trying to like because it's already established what happens yeah. with, with Earth. But it's like stop trying to pander to a certain group of people or create like try and get a new audience when you're turning away people that have been watching for 50 years. Well, I'm sure yeah. people will praise Doctor Who for yeah. doing shit like this, but it's not going to make but them it's watch always, it. But it's always done shit like that, but it's done in a way that it's not... It's organic. Oh, no, it's it's it was Earth all along sort of thing. Right. Like, at the end of that episode, like, oh, shit, it's Earth. Like, yeah. it could have just been like, okay, mm. we're on some random planet. Like, it's always done things that's like, oh, you know, they didn't act on this, so this they the whole planet died. And it's like, yeah, you're getting the message across, yeah. but it doesn't have to be Earth every time because yeah. it just doesn't work. It can't yeah. be Earth every time. Exactly. Can't keep killing Earth. Anyway, <laughs> what have you been watching, Nick? After oh, my shit. little rant. I have not watched much at all. I mean, I, I was going to try and watch Marriage Story, but didn't have, have the you time. Have still not seen it? Yeah, no, I haven't watched it yet either. I, I've, I've oh, barely seen I like, like it. I want to watch a few of the um, Oscar contenders, but um, yeah. yeah, I need to find time. I watched... Um, the first couple episodes of Sex Education. <gasps> I finished that. Oh yeah. Oh it's man. The best. It's nice. It. It's really funny. I, so, I like it so a lot. Good. I love it. I love it so like, much. I'm disappointed with Otis, but like I'm not disappointed in the way like they developed his character because it feels like it could just happen. Imagine if that dude got Spider Man. Like it was him and Tom Holland up for it. I couldn't like I couldn't I imagine could've, I could imagine do you imagine him ripped him. though? I, c- I couldn't. I can't. I couldn't. <laughs> no, he, he, he doesn't he have the body type. Yeah. Like, he'd be better off playing like Oliver Twist or something. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like not Peter Parker. I don't know. He'd make a good Peter Parker friend. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I actually think he'd make a good Harry Osborn. Mm. Actually, yeah, Is that right. weird, quirky. Yeah, not really. Nurse, like, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting thought. Yeah, or an Eddie Brock. Because they've got to be the same age as Tom Holland. True. That's the thing. Yeah, but true. remember, everyone got upset yeah. when he was skinny last time. Yeah, but he, yeah, true, I suppose. But like, but it's got to be someone I, that's Tom yeah. Holland age, which I, I'll, go, it I'll well. do it. I'll do it. I'm, Tom, I'm, a week <laughs> old, I'm a week older than Tom Holland. Stuff you all. I just I, I remembered things we're looking forward to. I'm not looking forward to this, but um, like a couple of weeks ago, the Morbius trailer came oh, out. Oh, God. No. Okay, so you haven't seen this, I assume, by the look on your face. No. So, quick recap. Sony owns the rights to all of Spider-Man's villains, but they share the rights to Spider-Man with Disney. Well, they they lease Spider-Man to Disney, essentially. But they own everyone else. So, yeah. Like, Marvel can only use whatever Spider-Man character they're granted permission to use. And at the moment, Sony is making spin-off mi- or solo movies for the villains, but they've always like well, there's been one so far, and it's Venom, and yeah. it just ha- has nothing to do with anything. Like there's yeah. no Spider-Man in it, but they're making just a Venom movie. Yes, but they're making one for Morbius, the Living Vampire, starring Jared Leto, and it looks like a super generic thing. <laughs> it, there's no real it connection to Spider-Man at all. But, but. <laughs> at the end, <laughs> have you seen Spider-Man Homecoming? Yeah. At the end of this trailer, Michael Keaton's Vulture is in it. Oh. Uh. Because 
they can use him whenever they like. To do whatever they, they want own, with. Because they own full right to the villains. Oh, my God. So they've wedged their way into the MCU now, technically. But also there could just be an alternate reality where he's also the vulture. Is what is what Kevin Feige will come out and say. True. It's like, it's that's, a multiverse. Yeah, that's a slippery Because that's slope, though. what we're leading to. See, that's I, what Sony wants, is a live-action multiverse, so like, Spider-Verse cool. story. I buy that with DC, but I'm just not ready for yeah. that with the MCU. Like, after all but the continuity... My favourite... Just... You know. Favourite moment of that trailer is there's a poster on the wall. There's a Spider-Man poster on the wall that has the words murderer written across it in white spray paint. It's a screenshot of the Sam Raimi, like, Tobey Maguire Spider-Man suit yeah. from the PS4 video game, flipped. So if you search... <laughs> Google search that like picture, like it's like Sam Raimi's Spider-Man suit, like Sony PS4 or whatever. That's the first image that comes up, and they've just mirror flipped it and stuck it on the wall. Oh my god! And it's like, so how much effort did they actually put? That's in? what I mean. But it's also like, are we getting is the Spider-Man of this universe Tobey Maguire Spider-Man? I hope so. That'd be cool. Oh, that I love that. See, if I'd not, like that. See, because then they could go, oh well, this is. 20 years later for Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man, they can then have their own Spider-Man they can do what they want with. That's what I wish they'd done. They can also go, well, in this universe, Michael Keaton's Adrian Toomes is the vulture. But also the current Spider-Man is also murderer, quote-unquote, at the moment because of what happened with Mysterio. But I... So I'd love it. a point I was going to make. I don't know. Come back to me, but so I'd love that. I, what I want Sony to do now is, you know, do something like that. Bring back, to, even bring back Tobey Maguire in this movie. Can they get him? Or they they won't get him from Morbius, surely. But so, because they even have as a small cameo, even if he doesn't even put the Spider-Man suit on, just yeah. have him as reporter Peter Parker, like photographer Peter yeah. Parker, I somewhere, that- right? Have this whole. This, okay, he's here in this universe as Peter Parker. I think they'd only get him if they could sell him on yeah. Spider-Verse but and they But that's loads. the thing. I would love Sony, in association with Marvel Studios, to adapt Spider-Verse real, like real, like live action, yeah. and have Tom Holland, Andrew Garfield, and Tobey Maguire team oh, up. To save the day. That's Actually, the dream. Venom 2 is also coming out this year. Yeah. So, like, Tom Holland's definitely going to be in one of these, I think. Yeah. Probably Venom 2, because, like, they kind of had that thing where they're like, oh, no, they we, we're keeping Spider-Man now, but now they're not. Yeah. So, I feel like that was the condition. Like, yeah. he's going to be in one of these, but... But I think they've just got to do it in a way, because, obviously, the MCU's like, oh, this is obvious. But they're not, it's not doing connected. it organically, and it's... Yeah. Like, there was a, there's a smart way to go about this, which is just a multiverse thing. Yeah. But and then it would explain it. But now's not the time for it <laughs> in Marvel. Like, Don't do it yet. Yeah. Well, like we're it's, about, it's about to be the time for it, though. As soon as the next I Doctor know. Strange comes out, we're hitting absolute insanity. Oh, that's yes. right, because that's a multiverse. Yeah, the multiverse of madness. Like, yeah. we're going but that's oh. a full yeah. ball into this now. The director's gone, though. That'd be right. Yeah, yeah, but Get someone I, else. I look forward to, like, a horror-type thing. I think that was the issue. Doing, I think he got fired because he wanted to go too horror with it. But they said that they were going to cool. do that like a year ago. Yeah. But they're probably like, mm, this is too violent or too scary. Like, we need to yeah. still be able to have younger people watch these movies because mm. but, it'll, that, but it'll be something that changes 
everything. The MCU, it'll have Scarlet Witch, like Scarlet Witches in it. Like mm. it change, it'll be a changing thing. So it's like we need to be able to have kids or young people be able to watch this movie to understand what happens afterwards. Mm. So if you make it a full blown horror where it's at like You'd you know MA fifteen plus and it's like all these kids won't be able to watch it, and future movies not what make us. They're like, oh, what happened here? You'd have to create. You'd have to start it with a whole new character. Yeah. Just had a minor influence on other mm. major characters. If you want to be very horror. interesting to see what mm. happens with all of this. There's some exciting things coming up. I actually watched yeah. Homecoming last night. Oh really? That's where we're up to in now. The MCU rewatch. Well, my oh, MCU yeah, rewatch and my girlfriend's yeah. first time. She I've is addicted. <laughs> yeah? Like, she sent me a message the other day and she's like, I can't wait to watch the next Marvel movie. Yesterday, I watched The Shining before she arrived. We then watched Civil War, Doctor Strange, and Spider Man Homecoming. Oh my God. <laughs> and I watched an episode of Doctor Who. I've got to um, write out the list of them for my mum to watch. She's like, I want to watch them in order. I'm like, I've got to think about this because I'm not sure. I've just been doing sure. release order. Okay. Is how I've been. Although we've skipped both Guardians of the Galaxy movies so far. Well, she's saying She's already seen the first yeah. one. And I was like, well, before we get, I'm like, we'll get up to, because we've got Black Panther, Thor Ragnarok. Oh, I love Thor Ragnarok. Left. I watched that the other day, actually. Before. Yes. In Infinity War. Is there War. something else? No, that's it. That's it. And then we'll watch, rewatch Guardians 1 and Guardians 2. And then watch Infinity War, Infinity War okay. Ant-Man and the Wasp, Captain Marvel, Endgame. Mm. Spider-Man Far From Home. Yeah, true. Nice. Yeah. And then she'll be... Caught up. Caught up. Nice. And we'll nice. be ready to go. What's the next Marvel movie coming out? Is it Black, Black Widow? Black Widow. <laughs> oh, so that shy. was a long sigh. <laughs> it just doesn't look good. No, this movie no. should have come out four years ago. Yeah, yeah. no, fully. That's but all I'm that's, saying. That's yeah. honestly the problem, because I don't think they're going to do anything like, I, You don't care about enough. it. You can't. If it, if it came out after Civil War, before oh, Infinity War and stuff, time. you can, yep. like, when this movie is set... It raises the stakes because if it's yeah. just a prequel, it's just like, oh, like, we know what's happening next. Like yeah. Infinity War comes after this, cool. Yeah, if it's just a prequel with nothing to it, then yeah, who cares? Like mm -hmm. we kind of just waited for nothing. And yeah, it should be. Well, I'm glad this isn't it because like they kind of did a dirty in Endgame, I think. But yeah. yeah, but it's like this should have been a 2017 released movie. Yes. It should have been in. It should have shared that year yes. with Thor and Black Panthers that year. Um, no, it was Homecoming and um, Guardians. That year. Yeah, okay, so it should have been in the between them. Yeah. Would have been the perfect time to have this. Yeah. Yeah, because Black Panther and Thor the year after, the 2018. I oh, know, um, it was Thor, Homecoming and Garden. Like, they're doing three a year. Yeah. In 2017. But it should have onwards. just been, you know. Yeah. That's anyway. the time period that yeah. you need to. Anyway, you can't have a female lead a superhero movie, so. <sighs> Not in 2017, at least. Isn't that when Wonder Woman came out? No. Yes. Was yeah. it? Yeah. Yes. Oh, well. Well, there you go. I take that back. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's just. Yeah. DC had to do it first. So they made sure. It When's that lot. come out? When's Wonder Woman come out? Is it? Mid-year, is it? Isn't yeah. it next year? Oh. No. No, because it was supposed to come out last year. Or maybe it's November. You can get pushed back that far, surely. I'm actually excited for that. I think it's mid-year because I think it was supposed to come out around Star Wars time. Oh, fuck. Another Star Wars. Oh, no, like, last not Last Jedi, Rise of Skywalker time. Like it was supposed oh. to come out like the December. Fourth of June passed. in Brazil is its first Brazil. release date. Brazil gets it first. Cool. Right. I don't know why. Okay. You have. It's my turn now. 
just yeah, it is. Over. Go for it. Um, well, all I had been watching was Sex Education, which I caught up on. I caught up on The Good Place. Never watched That's it. ending, isn't it? I know, there's yeah. one episode left. Yeah, I'm waiting for all of them to come out. It's so, it's yeah. just so involved now. I'm like, I've really got to keep on top of it or else I just forget where they're up to. Yeah, no, I love that show. It's really good. Um, and yeah, that's it. I've been having a very boring week. I literally binge watched the entire second season in one day. So the best. That was my Saturday afternoon instead of going to a party. I just watched Sex Education. <laughs> the party that the three of us did not go to. <laughs> Whoopsies. I was at work, to be fair, so. I was at work for a bit. I did my washing and went grocery shopping, so. You win. I was productive. <laughs> and watched this whole season. Of anyway, number one yeah. was shit, so, you know, like, there would have been a letdown going to the party anyway. So. Yeah, Flynn uh, was robbed. Yeah. Number two should have been number Flo- one. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Just swap those two and I would be happy. Yeah. I didn't even realise Bad Guy came out this year or no. last year. Yeah. I thought it was like super old. but nah. And also like, just get rid of freaking Dance Monkey. I can't stand that song. So I, many people. I didn't even know oh. the name of that song until like moment. a week ago. Oh, It's just, it's so overplayed. Yeah. And it's just shit. No offence to Tones and I, but it's a shit song, mate. Oh. Yeah. Anyway. Mm. Um, so next week is, we decided and I can't remember. Um, best. Hotel. That's the one. We did. Yeah, we did. Grand yeah. Budapest Hotel. I started watching this um, Ow. again last night and I forgot how much I love Wes Anderson. So I think I'm going to go watch more of his movies as well before. Yeah. Um, Next week. Mm. Yeah. I'll try and watch another, like, I'll try and watch Marriage Story or something like 1917. We spoke about that last Gotta week. Gotta watch 1917. I wanna, yeah, everyone's yeah. seen it now. So I'm like, <laughs> it's so yeah. good. If I can find the time and money. Yeah, fair. We'll be there. All right, so um, I guess that wraps up this week. So what do we... Oh, oh the Grand Budapest Hotel isn't on anything. I've got to rent this as well. It's um cheaper to buy on YouTube at the moment too. Is it? So it's I bought it. like a $3 rental on iTunes. Oh, well, I bought it because I like it, so... Mm. Actually, I probably have it on a hard drive somewhere. It came out in 2014. I was pirating shit all the time back then. <gasps> he admitted Nick! to illegal... It's allegedly, Nick. You always say what? allegedly, you idiot. <laughs> Now you've admitted to it. There's recording of. I'm not taking that either. Sorry, the h- bus. How'd, you watch, how'd you watch The Shining last night? Um, on a D- Blu-ray DVD copy from work. Oh. Well, I don't. So snap, fight work me. In a DVD fight store. me. You want a tussle? Stanley Kubrick can come fight me. <laughs> oh, He's wait. dead. <laughs> yeah. No shame. Okay, we All should right. probably um, wrap up. So thank you everyone for listening. You can reach us on uh, Facebook at weekly. Uh, Wow, that was almost <laughs> bad. Wow. I never finished the sentence. It's fine. Oh, I was wow. going to say something right. completely different then. All right. I'm going to go. Also, my piracy comment was nothing. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> it, I'll say it. You can read at Facebook at Watch It Again Jacob, podcast and the same on Instagram. Or watch it again, pod at gmail.com if you have any questions. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, I'm going to check. I'm um, so disappointed. <laughs> I'm disappointed in myself. Um, if you, on iTunes or um, Spotify, you can leave a review and give us, you know, five stars. Five ask, stars ask, only. Ask, watch it again, not anyone yes. else. Yeah, only watch it again. Um, I'm going to see if anyone's left a review, but my podcast apping is not doing a thing. Come on. I'll see Show if I can s- get it up. 
that's that didn't work. No, nothing yet. Damn. Why can't I go see all? We've got eight ratings, all five stars. Thanks. I think I was two of those. How dare How'd you? How'd you get two? I'll just do it again. There you go. Can we keep doing them? Yeah. I don't know. I don't, it, the number doesn't change though. <laughs> Let's just spam it. Don't. S- <laughs> spam. Oh, okay. sorry. I'm. A, I'm. A, I was on um, Michael Rosenbaum's podcast because that's what opened. I saw one thousand. <laughs> wow. Like, holy shit. Um. So thank you everyone for listening. We will see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.